if you don't like your job, not only do you not enjoy what you're doing for 40 hours, maybe more a week, but it's not necessarily inspiring you to do more in the other however many hours there are in a week. If you want to do average work, you will become an average person. If you want to do average workouts, you're going to have an average physique. You have to understand that what you create creates you. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was 846 with the one and only Eddie Panero of Your World Within. Today, for episode number 847, it is Motivation Monday, Why a Bad Job is Actually Worse Than You Think. Alan and I were talking the other day about how we were talking about people in our past and how we knew a lot of people who didn't like their jobs very much. And when they didn't like their job, they didn't tend to grow there. They didn't work very hard on becoming better. They would be on social media all hours of the day. And that made me remember, and I told Alan this, I said, I remember when I really, really started to dislike my my last job. And we would have, so I was basically in construction. It's weatherization, but you can compare it to construction. And at the beginning of the job, I would get a piece of paper that would have the outline of the building. It would tell us what needed to get done. And it would tell us how much time we had to do it in order to make money. And when it got to the end and I was just frustrated with who I was working for, I didn't want to be there anymore. I was miserable. I was tired. I was sick of traveling. None of it really mattered to me. I would look at how many hours we had and I would reverse engineer how to create as much downtime as possible, basically. And I really only did this on one or two jobs because I was, I was just at the end of my, my rope with it. But I would say, okay, we have 48 hours to do this. There's two of us. So technically, we have 24 hours between the two of us because 24 times 2 is 48. Okay, that is three eight-hour days. Or no, because that would be 16. So whatever. I would just reverse engineer the, the amount of time that I think it would take. And then we would hammer that out in a day. And then on the second and third day, we would just kind of take it easy. And the problem is that I wasn't growing there. I wasn't learning more. I wasn't becoming more effective. I wasn't becoming a better leader. So the fact that I didn't like my job not only made it harder to go to work, it made it harder for me to want to grow there. It made it harder for me to want to over-deliver, and I wasn't becoming any more of a person. I was actually becoming less. I was becoming lazier. I was becoming more complacent. So our episode today, we want to highlight the fact that if you're at a job that you don't like, and obviously right now is a very difficult time with COVID, and there's so much going on, but... The overall theme of this is if you go to a job that you don't like, not only do you not like your job, but you also probably are not intending to grow there, which means you're kind of becoming worse in terms of your overall skills and abilities, and that is not going to serve you in the long term. 
Alan and I are going to talk about that today. So the important thing to understand here, and, and this is a Jim Rohn quote from way, way, way back. He said, the important thing on the job to understand, the important thing is not what am I making here, but who am I becoming here? And so like Kevin's point, if you don't love what you're doing, at least if you're not passionate about it, if you don't want to be doing it for the long term, if you don't want to get better at it, I'll never forget a Brian Tracy quote that I, I learned on one of his speeches. He said, if you do not love what you're doing enough to at least want to be the best at it, get out of it like you would a burning building. You don't have to be the best at what you do, but you have to at least want to be better at it. If you don't want, if you don't love what you do or even like what you do enough to at least want to be better at it, you're not going to master your craft. You're not going to grow. You're not going to put in the extra hours. You're not going to put in the extra effort. The example I have here is Kevin and I very early in our journey for our new listeners, before we partnered up and started to become podcasters, we both made well over six figures. He made six figures. I made almost almost uh, $200,000 a year. And we got made fun of quite a bit for leaving those jobs. We got a lot of, I, I in particular got made fun of a lot. I would never, people said things like, I would never leave a job making that much money. And now imagine this for a second. Let me just paint this picture. Kevin made $100,000 a year without a college degree. I was making almost $200,000 a year. We both decide to start a podcast. I start a podcast called Conversations Change Lives. Kevin starts a podcast called The Hyperconscious Podcast. I'm the first guest on his show. He's the first guest on my show. We team up. Now, we went from making a combined $250,000 a year to making $0 a year. Now, of course, to anyone thinking short-term and just looking at that one snapshot in time, they're going to think that was a terrible idea, that they're not going to be successful. Here's the thing. If they looked a little deeper, what they would see is how passionate we were about it. They would see not what are you making here, but who are we becoming here? Kevin and I worked harder on these podcasts and this podcast, what became this podcast, we've worked harder on this than we have anything else in our in our life. What you create creates you. So the 845 episodes or whatever, every single one of those episodes we poured our heart and soul into, including this one right now. See, when you pour your heart and soul into trying to become better at something, you become a better person. You become more valuable. You have more skills. You learn and you grow. In the long run, that mattered way more. And now we're at a place where we make way more money than that. But when we were in my sister's old bedroom on FaceTime audio, trying to figure out how to record from FaceTime audio, no one would have thought that. When our second studio was in my mother's basement, people would have thought, wow, I can't believe. They're losers. They're not winning. They don't have their own studio. They can't even afford food or Christmas presents sometimes. They're landscaping on the side for extra money. They're trying to figure it out. They're they're coaching people for free. We actually coached people for free. You know, now I have 20 clients who all pay a significant amount of money every single month to have me coach them and I'm so blessed. But at one point I was doing that for free. And then eventually it was 50 bucks a week. Right? 50 bucks a week with two clients, that's what, 
$400 a month, 400 times 12 is $4,800 a year. See, if you looked at that first year or that second year or even that third year, you would think Kevin and I are screwed. Kevin and I are not successful. And many people didn't think we were successful. But you would have been looking at the wrong thing. You were looking at the current moment and what we were making rather than what we're saying in this episode, which is you should be looking more at who you're becoming because in the long run, that's what's going to make the difference. So the title of this is why a bad job is actually worse than you think. If you are at a job right now that's making a lot of money like Kevin and I were, but you're not passionate about it, you don't care about it, you don't see yourself there in 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you're not maximizing your potential. It's impossible for you to maximize your potential doing something that you don't want to get better at. Okay, so that's the point of this episode. And at one point, we went from six figures to absolutely broke to now way beyond six figures. And it's really important to understand that if you looked at any one of those snapshots, you would not have seen the whole picture. I remember when Alan and I were going to the studio together, there was a lot of work going on because we the studio was in an old mill building and there was a lot of other old mill buildings around and they were getting renovated. There was a lot of things happening. And I used to drive by a group of people sitting in National Grid trucks. And I don't know if National Grid is across the entire country, but it's a, an electric company. And they pretty much own the Northeast where we live. There's, I think it's all National Grid. Mm-hmm. It's the electric company. So... I drive by and I would see these people sitting in their trucks just not doing anything. And I remember two two things happened. One, I remembered what I thought that would be like. I remember thinking, oh my goodness, that must be so amazing to just sit in a truck making, they make really good money. I don't know how much they make, but they're probably all making pretty close to to six figures, 80 to 100,000 is my guess. And I used to think to myself, that must be so amazing to be able to just sit there because sometimes you can't do the work because the, the weather or it's raining, whatever it may be, and get paid. But the second part of me, the more aware part, took me back to that was me too. I had days where I was just sitting there making $100 an hour and I didn't want to be there. I didn't care about the money. If you don't take pride in what you do, you're not going to care about much else regarding your regarding your job. When Taryn and I moved, we hired movers and and this is a wonderful lesson, and this was an important lesson for me. There were two kids. They were both probably, I think they were like 18 and 21. One of the kids was unreasonably hardworking, quite literally carrying twice as much as the other person, running, I'm not even kidding, running up and down the stairs, running with 80-pound bags. Kid was jacked. He was jacked. (laughs) And the other one kept taking breaks, and he was complaining. And I asked the the kid who was quote unquote overperforming, I said, do you enjoy this? He's like, hell yeah, man. I get paid to work out. It's awesome. And I asked the other kid and he's like, no, man, I don't want to do this. This isn't what I want to do. This is just something in the meantime. Again, we've all worked jobs we didn't want to do, but this is my point. I literally told the hardworking one, I said, honestly, man, if you were in a different point in life and you didn't have the things that you wanted to do, I would hire somebody like you because you're unreasonably hardworking and you aren't thinking about what am I getting here? You're thinking about what am I becoming? You're, I like it because I get paid to work out. And I left them a really nice tip. I wish all of it could have gone to the, the one who was really grinding it out because the other one wasn't super productive. But you know, he 
went above and beyond, and that's because he took pride in his job. The other person didn't enjoy his job. That actually made it worse for him. And that's mm -hmm. the point of this episode is if you take pride in what you do, you're going to take pride in who you're becoming. If you don't take pride in, in what you do, you're not going to take pride in who you're becoming because you're not going to be stretching yourself to become more. This is going to be a little bit of a longer motivational Monday, but I got to tell this story, Kev, real quick. Sure. Emilia and I were in Subway. It's down the street and we were in Subway, I believe, Monday of this week. And we were going before the gym. Uh, to, we, we got like six subs because we wanted to put them in the fridge for the week. And it's closing at eight. I think we came in at seven and the kid who was working there was very upset. He's like, we have closing procedures from now on. Can you just make sure you call ahead? And in my head, it was like, we're a full hour before it says that this place is supposed to close. And by the way, I own, I know the owners and they typically don't close until actually eight o'clock. Cause I, I've been there many times. This young kid, literally, the phone was ringing while we got subs. He asked, how many subs do you want? And we said six. And he was like, immediately like, oh, oh God, six subs. First of all, I'm here for, for subs. Yes, I would like six of those, please, right? And again, he's just a kid and he doesn't like his job. He doesn't like his job. I get it. The phone rings while he's doing the six subs. And he's being very entitled and, and impolite, to be honest to Emilia and I, and being impolite to me is one thing, but being impolite to Emilia is going to make me very upset. So he's frustrated and he's like, honestly, I would normally pick that phone up, but I'm not going to pick that up. I got six subs. I got to do six subs. So I'm not going to pick up the phone. And in my head, he was like kind of joking and he thought we'd joke with him. And it's like, in my head, it's like, whoever is the business owner of this should fire you immediately, honestly, um, because this is Subway and they need this income. Like I see the whole P&L profit and loss statement in my head, right? And so, you know, anyways, after this whole long endeavor of the six subs and him being very entitled and very impolite, he actually got frustrated because he's like, did you guys just kiss or something like that? And I, we had masks on. And so we kissed through the masks, just like a peck. Mm -hmm. And he got like annoyed with that or whatever. He's like, yeah, I was about to leave. He's saying all these rude things, right? And so I'm fuming and I'm sitting there like, I, and not to mention this kid is so slow. And honestly, not very intelligent. I know I'm, I'm, I sound mean right now, okay? So I'm going to be, it is what it is. Uh, here's my point. I left that subway and I said, sweetheart, that kid is in a lot of trouble. He's a young man. He's probably 16 years old and he's got so much entitlement. There are people in the globe that would kill for a job like that. There are people averaging $2 a day that would love to make minimum wage in this country. This is something that is so important for everyone out there listening to understand. If you're 16 years old and you're getting paid 11 bucks an hour or whatever it is to make subs, you need to be appreciative. When I was, I made $7 an hour when I was 16. $7 an hour was minimum wage when I was 16. I was so grateful for the job. Yes, I was overqualified. Yes, I got straight A's in school. Yes, I was going to one of the best colleges in the world, but I was still grateful for the job because I'm 16. I left that subway and I said, Emilia, that kid is in a lot of trouble. Something drastically has to shift. I would never hire him in a million years. Business owners are watching. Business owners and employers are watching. 
like Kevin said with that kid who wanted to work really hard versus the kid who took it for granted and wasn't grateful for the work, those are two different lives right there. It seems like not a big deal. It's just a young kid who's frustrated that he has to make six subs. No, it's the mentality and it's the attitude. And if that mentality stays long-term, that kid is in trouble. That kid's in a lot of trouble. If you're entitled already, and by the way, this kid is not necessarily the smartest person from my perspective. So not only are you not that intelligent, but on top of that, you don't have a good attitude. You're in a lot of trouble in the future economy. So my point for all of our listeners is this. It doesn't matter if you're doing a crappy job. Who you are and what you do every day is a reflection on who you are. If you want to do mediocre work, you will become a mediocre person. If you want to do average work, you will become an average person. If you want to do average workouts, you're going to have an average physique. You have to understand that what you create creates you. And Kevin and I pour our heart and soul into our work because it's fulfilling, because it adds value to the listeners, because it adds value to the world, because it all comes back around. And so, yes, I hope this is a wake-up call for anyone out there taking their work for granted. Yeah, maybe you're making less money than you want to make. Yeah, maybe your boss isn't perfect. Maybe your business isn't perfect. But I'm telling you right now, if you're putting in minimal effort, you're becoming a minimal person. And it's not maximizing your potential. And trust me, that's hurting you more than anyone else. When I used to work at a hospital, I was a housekeeper. So I would I cleaned the stairs. We used to strip and wax floors. I did room cleanings, bathroom cleanings, a bunch of stuff. And when I had to clean the stairs, I literally took a mop or I, it wasn't even a mop. It was a broom. And I'm not kidding when I say I ran down the stairs. I just went sweep, sweep, boom, sweep, sweep, boom, sweep, sweep, boom. It was my job to get things done as quickly as humanly possible so I could go sleep in one of the conference rooms. So again, I'm very <laughs> guilty of this, probably more guilty than, than Alan, uh, but it is what it is. And I want to share. Before we go real quick, what quickly, would that quickly. mentality have done? It, to it, your it, life if you had kept that mentality it it was a bare minimum it was how do i do the bare minimum and get away with it i used to go sleep in the conference room i'm not kidding i worked overnights nobody there was nobody there to watch me so i would sleep in the conference rooms and some nights i was in charge so it didn't matter and it, it just would not have forced me to level up to the level i have and and again we're we're trying to raise your awareness to the fact that if you don't like your job not only do you not enjoy what you're doing for 40 hours, maybe more a week, but it's not necessarily inspiring you to do more in the other however many hours there are in a week. That's the point of this episode. Tomorrow, for episode number 848, last week's live podcast, how to adopt a never quit mentality. Perseverance is the key to your success in the long run. As you know, we have a free course you can find in the show notes. I want to get to know you. Alan wants to get to know you. And I have had the opportunity to connect with a lot of people who have downloaded and gone through the free course. I am getting a lot of good feedback. I appreciate that so very much. And again, totally free. If you're strapped for money in the new year, this is a great way to be resourceful and get your learning on and up to the next level. Speaking of entitlement in this episode, why a bad job is actually worse than you think, you're going to get out of life what you put in. And group six, in group coaching, we're about to graduate our fifth group by the end of two more months. And I want everyone to understand that you're going to get out of it what you put in. The people that take group coaching the most seriously, the people that pay, the people pay attention. One of the reasons why a lot of people don't achieve their goals is because of what we talked about on this episode. But with group six, if you want to be in on that, 
One of the reasons we close it off to only 10 people is because we want only the people who are going to take it really seriously. If we had a group of 10 people who didn't really want to do this, who didn't really want to achieve their goals, who didn't really want to be there, it wasn't going to be nearly as valuable. So only 10 people, there's a waiting list, five people on it already. If you want to be on that waiting list, please reach out to myself or Kevin immediately. We are going to fill that long before it starts. We intend on that. So please get on that list as soon as possible. Next level nation. As always, we appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you couldn't do it without you. And at next level university, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.